Hi, I'm Vicki Abelson. Late again. <laughs> and I'm late I had again. to say that. And I'm late again. I was late yesterday. Were you really? I was. I was late yesterday because we were schmutzing around. Um, schmutzing was, around. Well, I have not heard that <laughs> since my grandfather. I know. Schmutzing around. I'm 90. Now, let me go. No. Sunny boy, oy vey, schmutzing around. Schmutzing around. Okay. Because, because I was busy doing all the social media stuff. And uh, so anyway, let me introduce you to my guest tonight, as if he needs an introduction. <laughs> yes, Williams, I love you. Love you too. I'm so glad you're here. Absolutely. Finally. Finally. Yes. It's been a long time. It has been. It's a been time. a long time. It has. And, been. and we're going to tell great. You're going to tell great stories, and I'm so excited <laughs> that you're here. But before we get to like all the ants and stories and the stuff about you, which is crazy stuff, oh. I want to I, I want to <laughs> ask, ask your opinion about something. Okay. Seriously. All right. Because okay, so I want to know. How, where is the line drawn Ooh. for artistic censorship with you? What do you think? Before I tell you the specifics of the story. Artistic censorship? Yes. Well, do, you, well, do you censor yourself? It, well, you have to be a little more detailed in terms of what area of artistic. Okay. Okay. What, 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 what you're talking about. I, don't, you, I mean. That's fair. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's pretty broad. It is broad. All right, so, and, and this is a broadcast. It really is. It's Vicki Abelson's broadcast. Um, <laughs> she had to get her name in. Did, I, did you hear that? It, yeah, yeah, because that's my brand. It I is your brand. I love your brand. brand. <laughs> you helped me make my brand. You Damn right, and, and, I still, and I'll keep helping. And actually, Anson, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, because I talk about it all the time, Anson's a mentor of mine, and because of Anson, because of you, I do promo videos before every show, Good. which I never did until you gave me that idea. Yeah. And as a result, my son, Harry Abelson, who has In the Booth Sportscast on Thursday nights on Facebook, right. he does promo video. I mean, it's, it's now generationally being good. picked well, up. Good. Right? I mean, you're, you're... And Louise Planker does them on her podcast, oh, good. Uh, things I found online. So we've all learned from you, Anson. You, you, well, you share your wisdom. All I did, I, I, but someone taught me, so just paying it forward. Well, that's but all. that's, but that's yeah. everything. Not everybody does, and I'm very grateful that you do well, with me. And you always do. And as a matter of fact, because of Anson, we're not going to say the name, because Zoe's made me zip it <laughs> until September 5th when the stars are right. But um, we're rebranding, I'm rebranding The Road Taken mm -hmm. on September 5th with an all new name and uh, it, a new look, no. But I do have, <laughs> I do have a new look tonight. I'm, I'm, we're gonna change shirts. That's it's well, a, brand, a brand new look. I'm wearing red lipstick again, which I swore I would never do because I felt clown-like yesterday, but I did it yesterday because Jules Galley was here and he always wears oh, a red out. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, no, I mean, honestly, a superstar. Wait, Jules, you have to hear what Anson said when he came in. Say, you said, not a star. I said, not a star, a superstar. Like, and, and who I mean would you liken him to? Justin Timberlake. Just, oh, yeah, and beyond. No, he's not just a performer, he contributes. Yeah. To find a young man like that with that kind of writing talent, the insight, no, his insight to human nature yeah. at that age. Yeah. Alone. Spanking hands and around then, the and neck. Then, and then his gorgeous. You know, he is, he's just a handsome young man. Ridiculous. And then he can dance. So he's, he has all the elements performing, this and that. But the heart of a prophet, being able to really communicate what, we all, what we're all feeling in words at that age. It's amazing. I mean, he is, anyone out there, sign this kid. He is. I mean, sign this kid. Because not only will you do fantastic, 
it's important for society. It's important to have that important. kind of talent. So Jules, we in have to lives. talk because Anton's saying that I gotta grab you and yeah, and, and, I'm, ser- and I'm dead serious. So, I'm dead serious. So, but anyway, I'm wearing red lipstick again because it looks I, good. I, I, it looks very good. It's a little it's a little loud. It's a little out there. But that, but it actually kind of <laughs> it woke me up. It, it, it wakes me up, and I'm wearing a red shirt. So, oops, that's ooh, I just splashed the audience. Just splash the audience. Um, but anyway, so um, it's a whole it's a whole new road taken. <laughs> Going down, yeah, we're going down the, we're going down that road. Okay, we're going about artistic, artistic censorship. Okay, but so, we have to know. Okay, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give, the situation I'm gonna give you the context. Okay. 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 So um, I, I am seeing somebody young, right? There's a big age gap. Yes. So th- I told the whole story yesterday on Women Who Write, and by the way, if you have not watched Anson, watch the video of yesterday's show. And it was a brilliant show. Michael Imperioli. Brilliant. And I directed Michael on Secret Life of American Teenager. I just, Can you believe that? I just love it. And him. I was so in awe because Steve Shrippa was one of the stars. Right. And I'm, I'm sure because he of Steve, Michael he in. brought Mike. I just felt so honored to spend the day with him. So bright, so talented, just a, just a, a real, real wonderful guy. I spent that, three weeks on the set, two to three weeks on the set of the M Word with him. Oh, that's right. Because you did still. a film with him. And so I was, you know, so just you know. in the periphery of a lot of scenes, but I did get to do a one-on-one with Michael and brain to brain. And there's no, there's no, there's no a script. So we were just and doing that with his brain oh, is great. like, oh great. my god. See, it was wonderful with Michael. It, it was, you know, not a lot of time, but a few scenes right. here and there. But even then, I loved him because he. He talked about things, and he, he, it was like, "Oh my God, you're really interested in this." And it was just yeah. a wonderful collaboration, he, which, which is, as a director, yeah. is paramount yeah. to be able to have that kind of communication. Because honestly, I, you, know, you know, without an insightful actor, you're nothing. And by the way, you for know? those of you who don't know, for those of you who think that Anson is an actor, Anson. Oh, is I'm an no actor. actor. Any <laughs> night, any syndication night of Happy Days, I'll prove it. <laughs> Take a look. I'm the luckiest guy that ever lived. You were great. A little bit of personality and timing, and you can go a long way. You were great. Way too much for my game. No, no, don't do that to yourself. You were great, and you and Donnie together, and you and Donnie. Well, Donnie made me look good. And and you and Donnie and and Ron and and Ron made me look good. And um, oh my God, and and yeah, you were all fabulous together. There was a chemist. There was a chemist. All of you were just okay. Back to the arts. Okay, so but but besides, for those of you who don't know. Anson has done an incredible amount of directing. He's an award-winning director on television. He also um, is an award-winning writer, Humanitas uh, Award you won. And um, he's writing like three scripts right now. And, but the thing that blows my mind the most about Anson is that what we're gonna get into like how this all started with you being a little huckster, but he is the biggest huckster. huckster. He he is huckster. If anybody can sell anything, he he just <laughs> sold my son lint sheets. Like oh, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> Too late. It's out there. I'm sorry. Ay 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 ay. It's live. We're, there's nothing I can do. I don't even have one. Um, I'm to show. Well, you can't yeah, show now because you gave him to Harry. Well, let's get back but, to the art. All thing. right, but wait. No, before we do that, I just have to. I have to do this. This is an ADD show. Okay. <laughs> this is going, and I'm there. I am with it. Totally with it. Yes, okay. yes, Vicky. Okay, so Anson, yes. his uncle, That's me. his uncle is Henry Heimlich. Dr. Heimlich. Dr. Heimlich from the Heimlich. Bless you, Harry. From the, from the Heimlich. It's not a very large studio here. It's my There's living not, room. Where's that person that's supposed to say quiet on the set? Harry, 
My goodness. Quiet on the set. So um, Harry, you're way too happy. Wait, do you want to show the thing that you gave him? It's they're no. thrown away. It's like they're disposable. Oh, so, but you gave him more, didn't you? I think we used them all. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Do you have one? Here. <laughs> Here. Do you want to show? Like this? Yeah. Do you want to? You no. don't have to. No. No. Actually, if you tune in and you stay till the end and a thousand more views, I will show you what this is. <laughs> okay. Until then. It's a mystery. It's his, it's his latest invention. Because Anson is an entrepreneur and he creates products and then he makes money on like QVC and crazy things. He makes crazy money. And you have to teach me how to make money. He's, I've been I'm trying. trying. I've been trying to get him to help me make I'm money. I'm trying. For two years, three years, four years. But we actually have a project that we're going to do together. Yes. And, and we are. He's going to help me make money. Yes. But okay, so this is his pro So this is called Alert Drops. But it's important. The product I before want to the talk money. About why the product this, before the money. I want to talk it's gotta about. Be, there's got to be some worthwhile what, behind it. Yes. It's got to be value. Yes. It has to have value. So value to humanity. So on Anson gave me this, which I've had in my car for three months. I never opened it until Friday night. Thanks a lot. So, but I didn't have a reason. So on Friday night, I'm driving home from Santa Monica at two thirty in the morning. I am dead tired. I remember I had you, alert you, drops. You, you actually could sleep up to two thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my God. That's because I go out with young guys. That's what, what happens. Okay, so, so, so I, I get whatever so, works. So I'm in my car two thirty in the morning. And I go. I'm right. Boom. Okay, so now, no caffeine, no drugs. Mm -mm. It tastes a lot like very strong lemon. Yeah. But so, all I know is. I went 15, 20 minutes, wide awake, and then I started to feel a little fatigued, took another, yeah. got all the way home. Yeah. Fantastic. And I know that it's meant for drivers, but when I posted it on Facebook, a stewardess said to me, they're not called stewardesses anymore, a flight yeah. attendant said to me, <laughs> these are great for when we have to do intercontinental yeah. flights right. and have to stay away. You know, we get a little break, but then, you take a two-hour nap and then you're really tired. Yeah. Boom, alert drops. Yeah. Pilots, boom, alert yeah, drops. Yeah. It's like all, and right. it saves lives. Yeah, it's already saved quite a And as a matter lives. of fact, when you when you well, had me post this on, on my Facebook, uh -huh. a friend of mine, Kevin Burve, he said that it saved his life because yeah. he has them in his car. Well, there you go. Works late. So, I mean, hitting firsthand. So, Anson's a jack of all trades. Okay, so let's get back to the censorship question and this wow. this ADD. From saving lives <laughs> to alert jobs to, yes, the artistic okay. limitation of what? Here's the deal. Okay. So yes. I'm writing this article. I'm, I'm writing, a, I've been wanting, to, I've been looking for this subject for a modern love for five years. And I think I finally have the one I'm doing. And it's about older women with younger men yeah. and that dynamic, right? Right. So I, my friend Zoe suggested to me that it's actually something that works, that it, it doesn't matter if a man is 25 years younger than the woman and she can't have children it because does. she's gonna die. <laughs> and in my case, probably, God forbid, get Alzheimer's. For, first, of, first of all, yeah. say, say, it's what's right for the individuals. Forget this. Oh, yes, it's but not some society. people still wanna have kids. Well, that, then, then it won't work. Yes, it can. Oh, yes, because- Yes, it case, can. No, by the way, and it would work, if that's okay with the individual. Exactly. If the, if, the, if the guy goes, you know, oh my God, that's okay. If I can have kids at 50 something, that's okay. There you go. As long as that's, that's yeah. yeah. So that's it, fine. it can still what, work. What I'm saying is, it works for whoever wants it to work. Okay, right. We, I gotcha. So okay. in this specific instance, yes. this was presented, and that's yes. why I was calling. Okay, so I wanted to call the column the semi final solution. 
because I would be a semi-final solution because the final solution would be another, but everyone went crazy because of the Holocaust reference, right? That I can't do that. It's terrible because of the final solution. And that's true. It's a horrible association to that, but that's it wasn't meant with that intention. But also, but, well, I can, I can understand that. Oh, yes. so is that the question? Okay, so... If it's too far, I, so if it's I, the line? So I fell in love with the semifinal solution because it worked on a lot of levels. Yes. The semifinalist, the semifinal... You know, it just, it to me, it struck me. I, I said it in a room of writers at a meeting last week, and everybody was hysterical. She, and they right. said, go for it. Yeah. Then I, I, I posed it to Louise last week and Jamie Brogan, a comedy writer. They said, no, you can't do that. Then I posed it to my, my life coach, Jeremy Stevens, who always encourages me to, to tell my truth. And he said, if someone would ever say to me, would Vicky do a Holocaust joke? I'd say never in a million years. He, would, he said, no, you cannot do it. Okay. Okay, what's okay? The Holocaust. What's the death? To, what's how's it work? Give me the line again. For well, the Holocaust. What is it? it the, the final, final solution. solution. Hitler right. had the well, final what's, solution. Okay, well, what's happened? Well, here's the problem. Okay. And it's nothing to right or wrong. Yeah. It has to do with society. You know, we're marketed. Right. We are a marketable, marketed society. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. We know. We read. The final solution is in our... Now, I don't know if it's in the young people's brains. I don't know. I don't think it's in the young people's I, I, I know, brains, but I know, it's in our brains. I know it's it's in our arena. Yes. And, you know, you, you have the right to do it, but why would you do solution to even... If you don't need that word, if you could change well, the okay, word, but I, so you have the right to do it. So All I'm saying is marketing-wise, it could hurt you. Well, and well also, I, the, the New York Times probably wouldn't publish it with that title. And but but I'm saying, what's the, the greater good here as a marketing guy? Right. Okay. What's the priority? The prior no. The priority is selling your story. The priority is getting from your heart out. Yes. What you really feel. And, but and, I'm and, also a person, a writer who is all about titles. I'm very turned fine. on by titles. Look at the title then, of my book. It has a horrible okay, word. No, in but it. does. But but you're you're hitting an area here. You don't have to hit. What I'm saying is you're just creating a marketing problem. I'm not change. saying it's wrong or right. I Honest understand. to God, wrong or right. I'm going, do you want to be successful or not successful? Well, I, I, that's a whole different angle for it that I appreciate. And this is why we have Anson here, because for those of you who are artists out there who are looking to merge creativity and commerce, this is the guy. For anybody who's looking for a way to find a way to take this thing that we love and that we're passionate about and turn it into dollars, Anson's the guy to help do it. What's another word for solution? Okay, so it's, there's not another. But I Are you came sure? Up, but I came up with another. I like what? I came up with another title. Which is? So I have two others. So one of the other titles is the point zero, the 0.03% the solution because Sherlock Holmes had the 7% solution, right? He was addicted to heroin. Mine is the 0.03 solution. I'm addicted to this love, right? So, whoa, 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 that's funny. So, so what was Sherlock Holmes' 0.07 solution? That's Not 0.0. What is it? 7% solution. 7% solution. And which yours? The point, the point oh three percent solution. So it's not. So it's it's. Point and it's just syllable. Oh, yeah. But I can change it to the point. I could change it to the three percent solution. No one will know that I lied. That works. That's better. You're right. It's, it's a lot. First of all, it's better because it does. It's comfortable. I go, ooh, some, it's somehow it, it registers. Although somebody said to me that they like the idea that it's the point oh three. Jeremy loved it. All the women yesterday because they said. That's intriguing. What does that mean? Point oh three. Even without drawing it to too long. the point oh three. No, they're not I used agree. to that. They're used to the. It's awkward. They're used to the ten percent solution. They're used to 
final number. You're 10%, right. 7%, 8%. 0.03. It throws you off. I'm not as interested. For me, I go by my gut. Yeah. I don't want to overanalyze it. Yeah. It kind of threw, like three percent solution. I think you, we're gonna go the one no. percent. Is is three no. funnier? Three's funnier. Three percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three's funnier. Three, threes are always better. Threes are better. Ba -bum -bum. Yeah, but yeah. In comedy. Yeah, yeah. Ba -bum -bum. Everything is in three. No, three percent. The three percent solution gets my interest. Okay. The point oh three percent. Okay, so too this much. this for those of you out there, this is why Anson is my mentor because I can go to Anson with fifteen ideas and he will help me boil it down to one. And it will always be the thing that will be most saleable because that's the way his brain works. The final solution does actually, honestly, the final, the semi-final, semi whatever. Oh, I'm I, sorry, that's brilliant. I'm sorry, it's brilliant. I'm, no, you say it's, it's bad, but it's brilliant. You think it's brilliant? I do. I don't think so. Okay. And I don't think it was, I don't think it's going to bring in your reader. Okay, but here's here's another. But the three percent solution, I guarantee you, a New York Times reads that. Yeah. Ooh, what's? Okay. It, it brings you that is a really good title. Okay, here's another alternative for a title. I ran this one by Jeremy as well. Who are you bringing this to? Your life coach? Yeah. No, How much has he sold? No, he's an Emmy-winning writer. He, everybody loves Raymond. He's the one who took it to Russia, made it the biggest sitcom in the history of Russia. Wonderful. Does that sell a toilet? Great, I'm wonderful. <laughs> Doesn't mean shit, all right? Stop it's that! It's wonderful. Jeremy's I'm not, brilliant. No, I'm not talking about brilliant. I'm talking about, there is Money. brilliant writing. <laughs> And there's brilliance He's in market. He's made a lot market. of money. He's made a Doesn't, lot of money. Okay, really? All right, what yes. product is he had in no. Walmart? <laughs> what product is he had in CVS? It's not better what than you or him. No, it's Stop. not better. We're talking about. This is every conversation Anson and I no, have. No, there's nothing to do with ego. What? It's not always. Oh, no, this is a different venue. Yes. Okay, it's a different venue. Yes. Period. I'm listening to you. Okay, so what's, okay. Your, other, what's your other Okay, so the other, so the other alternative title was. At, while I was telling Jeremy the story of what of what the story was about, I kept saying, and then it was intermingling with my actual real life. Mm -hmm. And so I was saying, you know, I, this is crazy. How could this work? But you know, I like Mike. You know, but it's nuts and it's stupid. But you know, I like Mike. And so Jeremy said, stop. He said, I really like that. I said, what? Like what? I like Mike. I said, I like it too. And then we started talking about the fact that. When we when I said I like Mike, we both thought of oh, Ike. Oh, title. We both thought of Ike. We both thought of Mike and Ike's, which is my favorite candy, which is also Jeremy's favorite candy, what, which felt sweet. Mike and Ike's. You know Mike and Ike's. Oh yeah. But that's and then minimal. he said, but I and like then Mike. he said, um, I like Ike, which was the Eisenhower thing before my time. But it also has like just a sweet a sweet feeling. So the I like Mike. So what I've decided is that's pretty cool too. I like that title. But this is what I'm going to do instead. Listen. What I'm doing instead is it's going to be called the 3% solution, but the first line is going to be, I like Mike. In the middle, there'll be, I like Mike. And the last line is going to be, but I like Mike. And nice. that's, right? Yeah. And that's my piece. Nice. Right? Yeah. That all works. Nice. Okay. That's so organic. that's the solution. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Okay. So there we go. So that's about turning a lot of not working ideas into a working idea. And you have to idea. understand too. So a lot of times in our industry, yeah. people that school, you're not... We are not the marketplace. Okay. The marketplace is much more diversified. It's, I mean, yes. it's much, and I mean, it's much. Well, you know, I know nothing people, about. And I'll tell you this: if you go, if you make, if you don't, if you make it too complicated at all, you're gone. Okay, so you know, now, now, Anson, I you need you to tell. And you've got to echo out. Did you know? That, okay, the most powerful. I think I've, we've talked about this. There's 13 power words. 13? 13 in sales. Can you 
Can you tell us what they are? I won't tell you all. I'll tell you, the, but I'll ask you this. What is the number one most powerful word, word to sell your product? You. That, yes, I told you that. No, you didn't tell me, but I, mean, I, I, I... You I, is the most powerful, yes. more than deal, more than free, more than discount, more than all those words. You. Because you, it does something to the brain that, make, totally. that, that, that where it makes you listen. I'm a 12-stepper, yes. and anytime somebody, well, actually, it's the opposite. In 12 steps, if anybody says you, it's mm -hmm. unsolicited advice, mm -hmm. I don't listen. But I understand the power of you in this sense, no, in marketing. No, in marketing, it's like you're an individual. You're talking to me. Right. I'm an individual. I count. Yes, yes. Do you know what I, I mean? get it. People have to feel like they count. You're talking, oh, you, oh you, they're part okay, of so it. Okay, let's, so let's relate so. this. So we're gonna get. The, I want to relate this to art because a lot of people who are watching mm -hmm. are musicians, they're actors, they're artists, they're they're writers, mm -hmm. they're composers. But bef so I want to get to your specific story because it's quite compelling. Which one? So I, first, I want the first one. I want the I want the garage full of stuff first. When you were nine. Oh, when I was nine. When you were nine. Oh, okay, so so Anson, by the way, so, oh An so Anson is an we know Anson's an artist, right? He's an actor, he's a director, he's a writer, he's a he is, but he has this merchandiser's mind, which amazes me that you have both things going on because I've only got the artist's mind. I don't, I haven't had the vaguest idea how to make money with it, as most of the people who are viewing are in the same boat. So you need to help us merge. Creativity and commerce. So tell us the story of, of when you were nine years old. What happened? Gosh, um, I'm nine years old. Well, growing up, you know, my dad, you know, came out of the military and blah, blah, blah. We, weren't, we were not poor. We, we, were, we were almost poor. You grew up in, in Southern California, Eastern, right? East Los Angeles and then Burbank. But Burbank, when they had GI loans for a house, $15,000 oh. house. Your father was a, was a veteran. Was, he was a veteran. Uh -huh. You know, oh my God, two Purple Hearts. I mean, wow. I mean, really, you know, saw a lot. Anyway, but and what did he do? What did he do for a living in the real world? Uh, he starts. He he graduated Cooper Union, but then wow. he had a hard time. Didn't matter. He was a tech illustrator. We never had more than hundred dollars in the bank. Wow. Ever. Wow. But I didn't know. But it was. But that's. But back then it was way different. It was a much. But how, how did, it was a much fairer life. So so he was paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. Okay. And, and you, but you had like a, a kind of middle class. Not lower well, middle class. Yeah. No, yeah. Never the vacation. Never. Not, not in restaurants and things like that, but I didn't know. But, was, you, but, but you there was food, food on the table, yeah. you know. And back then, my God, in Burbank, the parks were funded for all these events. You could literally go away for the day and have all these things you do as a kid right. that your taxes paid for. Right. I mean, and, and could you go get an ice cream or? Yeah, yeah. it was a nickel. Yeah. Gas was like <laughs> 20 cents a gallon. I mean, right. no, it was, my best friend's dad was a meat cutter and could afford a house. A meat cutter, not the manager. Right. So it was a much different, different era, time, right? much different time. But so, but I always had this kind of entrepreneurial instinct, I guess. So I'm nine years old. My dad had created story. He had created um, cartoon stationery. He was an artist, right? So he did. He created cartoon stationery, crazy little cartoon characters and stationery. And but he didn't know how to sell. So there was a crate. So did he create it with the object of selling yeah, it? Yeah, but he didn't know how to sell it. Okay. But it was it was folded and it was all done. Right. And it was this big crate of them in the garage. Yeah. Like a box thing of them. Yeah. So I figured out how to, at nine years old I went ah oh, I could sell. He got home and I had them all sold. I went house to house and I sold. 
everything. Oh, so how did you sell them? What? What did you do? I just said, you know, I, I said something like, oh, isn't it great? Write a letter and everyone will smile. You know, it's nine years old. I thought, they, I thought the everyone will smile thing. I think they bought them when I was nine. So, but they so weren't good. But I, but, I, I, had, I gave a pile of money. So you told it better the last time you said it. He said, you I'm know, sorry. my father came home one day and he said, where's all the stuff? And you were nine. Oh, yeah. and said, I sold them. Mm -hmm. and, and, <laughs> and the other thing that's great is my best friend, Jeff Shredder. Oh, yeah, I need this story. Okay, he's a junior achievement. By the way, just to show you how different we were. Yeah. Or we are. Um, he, he's going... I figured, he, by the way, he went to Caltech. Okay. And he invented these systems that track the satellites and all that. So, and here's me, right? And it would be, the, he said, he, at young age, he said, I figured out how to get to the moon. And my, my, answer, my, answer, my question was, how long will it take? <laughs> he goes, it'll take about three days too long. <laughs> Seriously. Like, it was no like, patience. We, we were, no patience. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's in junior achievement. In junior achievement, uh -huh. you create a product, you manufacture, manufacture the product, and you sell the product. This is like risky business, right? In risky business in the movie, Tom Cruise is in the Young Enterprisers, and that's when he does the hooker business, okay, right? Same type of right, okay. right. Except that would have been a hell of a lot more fun. <laughs> this was some little boring device. I don't even remember what it was. But anyway, and he's going, oh, I can't sell. It was, he's just great at everything except like talking to people. So he invented something. He invented something basically with this group. He did most of it. Okay. And but now you have to. The next thing is selling it. Okay. So I said, I'll give you a deal. I make a deal. 10% on you. <laughs> I went all over Burbank selling the stuff. What was it? What, I don't even remember exactly what it was. Uh, oh, okay. I thought this was the printing thing. This no, no. That's, oh, no, oh, that's okay. a whole lot. No, that's okay. a whole lot. That's the next story. Okay. That's the one. <laughs> and I get, anyway, he became the number one salesman of his class. And the teacher didn't know that no. he had accomplished. No, he just won. <laughs> but here's the other thing. Okay. 12 years old, we're 12 years old. Howie Scherzum is our other friend. He, here's the And story. Howie. Yeah. And I'll never forget, we're sitting there, we're at his, his garage doors open, and he's got his printing press, like one at a time, business yeah. cards. Yeah. One at a time. And the Beatles just got hot. It was yeah. like, I think it was, um, you know, I saw her standing there, yeah, yeah. 63, 60, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to, you know, it, it was, and, and, he, I, and we had a couple of orders. And I and wait, wait. We, I'd go to, I'd go down to. How would you get orders? I, I would go in, and like get local businesses to buy business cards. We give them. You you're jumping. You're 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 not telling your stories. No, I, right? am. I know your stories no, better than you. No, you stop, went no, into the guy. No, oh. this is the next. Okay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I know the story. Okay. So, one day I'm going in to try to get more business. I pass by this OHLN printer printing yes. company. Okay. I go oh. I, go, I walk in. How hey, old are you? 12. 12. I said, I'm a printing company too. He's kind of, I said, here's my card. He goes, and he's laughing. OH Lynn is there. He goes, listen, you know, it's good. listen, tell you what I'm going to do. See what we can do here? And they can do everything. Anything and everything. We'll give you a 20% professional discount for anything you bring in. I figured it out. We're going to make more money in these stupid cards. I run back to Howie. I go, Howie. Stop the press. <laughs> Literally stop Literally, the press. Literally stop the press, Howie. <laughs> a single press. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, we got it made. We can do this. We can make banners. He goes, you're kidding. No, stop the press. Come with me. So the next Saturday, yeah. we, we go down to downtown Burbank. At the time, it was oh. J.C. Penney's. Okay. Old as hell. Mm -hmm. I said, we're going to get J.C. Penney's account. He's 12. I'm 12. We walk up to the manager's office. We talked, said, we're in printing business and we can just do anything and we'd love to see the manager and the 
lady's like laughing. He sees us. We go in there and I go, we can do better for you than any printing company. And he says, well, you know, you know, I, we, I really can't hire you for JCPenney's printing, but I bought a sandwich and beer shop by the Burbank Airport and it's opening and I need flyers. Can you do that? Can we do that? He gives us all the, he gives us all the information. All the information. Yeah. Literally, O.H. Lynn is a block and a half away. Yeah. Run to O.H. Lynn. <laughs> Mix up, a, a, you know, a, a, a temp flyer. Bring it back to the, he goes, I love it. $73, I'll never forget. $73, I could have like, you know what, right there. 20%. That's like as much. That's Excuse like me. <laughs> it's almost 15 bucks, man. Well, anyway, we did, and that started. So Howie and I would make fifty, hundred bucks a month. Wow, which was a lot of money. As middle guys, a piece of pizza was twenty cents back then. I know. Right? As middle guys, going around, and we could, because we could do anything they wanted, and it was a great education in business and marketing, and finding what you have instead of what you don't have, finding your road, your road, finding it, not being a victim. To anybody and or your, at any your time. Your thing is also Anson. What Anson says to me every time we speak is, "How are you going to move forward? Mm -hmm. What moves you forward?" Harry, I can hear you in there, Harry. <laughs> but moving forward is the most important thing with everything. Anson always gets me back on track. Is is this going to move you forward? And as a matter of fact, recently, so we're talking about my show, and so Anson says, the, "You know, we're trying to. I'm trying to move it to the next level to get it past." My living room. Although Rick Smokey, I didn't even talk about Rick. Rick is my angel and um, has been a supporter of women who ride from day yeah. one. He's made my oh yeah, boxes, yeah yeah right. And he has he, beautiful work. Beautiful work. Made my bookmarks, which are gorgeous, two-sided bookmarks. Made this my business cards. He's done all this. Hey, he can make your alert drops things that go around the alert drop Sanson. Right. These things, he can make any, he can make any, this stuff, he can make all this stuff for you. And he will give you the best deal. Rick Smokey, Quick Impressions in Chicago. If you need anything done, he is the most philanthropic, heart-centered, generous human being. I've, I say this every week, he's never charged a musician to do their liner notes and their, their CD covers. He just does it for them because that's the kind of person he is. Excuse he, me? He supports art. My picture is in here. I know, because we need a new one. You were here after. I'm no, kidding. I need a new one. <laughs> and um, and so Rick is just, the, so Rick Rick Smokey, Quick Impressions of Chicago, the, the, the their information is on my my notes and also I want to give a shout out to my hairdresser because she you called it right okay yeah. so today I went with the curly look you like it I do but it's her cut her color and she has these products Ruby Begonia Salon and um, her stuff can be this, found. This is her product herself? This is, yeah, these are her that products. That is fantastic. And she's gonna have this snarky line of products very soon with titles like that I would but they're not out yet but they'll be out soon but Nicole Venables of the Ruby Begonia Salon in Studio City her stuff is fantastic and um, I can't recommend her highly enough as a hairdresser. She does uh, Will and Grace. She does um, uh, um, what's the what's the um, what's the uh, Matt LeBlanc one called? Man, Man with Plan. She does other hair on Man with Plan. She's she's phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, she's phenomenal. That's cool. And great products. And um, family, uh, family, friends, friends, beauty supplies. 
Supply.com, you can get her stuff too. Oh, France has it? Yeah, France Well, that's the industry it. place, yeah. Really? You yeah, know the, about France? the industry goes to France. There you go. Yeah. 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 Ah, oh, see, so you know. I know. Of course you know, because it's product. You know product. No, I also know showbiz. That's you do? You yeah, do showbiz. know. That's okay, where, so let's, let's talk some showbiz. Uh, no, we have to, Anson, that's our audience, because I don't know I'm how many sorry. people are going to go out and sell I'm products. sorry. No, come on. Well, that's our business. Do, I know. We have artists. Don't be so... Artist, being an artist is a good thing. It is a good thing. It's a good it's thing. It's very important. So let's talk about... Being that. an artist. Let's talk about... Not being a fake artist. Right. So you know how they say, say fake news? There's fake artists. Okay, what is that? Define your fake artist. Do I even have to say... No, okay, you don't. How about you just give me 10 as I... Fake artist. Yeah. And then there's artists. That young man so you Jules, yesterday. So Jules Galley is an artist. artist. Yes, that Michael Imperioli, artist. artist. Those are people yes. in, that make that improve lives. They they inspire you. They get in your heart. They move you forward through. They they connect with you. That's an artist. I'm afraid that to ask so you where you classify me as artist. <laughs> Thank you. Oh no, you move. No, you move people forward. You do. You have the ability to emotionally attach. And open people's minds and like improve their lives. Thanks. That's a, a freaking artist. That is it. Storytellers, we're here to to move things forward, make things better, educate, you know, laugh, cry, whatever. That's an artist. Man, that is so needed, and there's so few. And it's also there are the, so it's, it's few. about connection. It's, yeah, right. It's, it's about, all connection. Yeah, but there's few, and less and less and less. They're having a harder time than the fake artists. The fake artist is much easier time to get ahead. Okay, so why is that? Why is that happening, Anson? Uh, do I need really need to define why it's happening? Well, how did these? How did the? Okay, you have a daughter who's an influencer. Let's talk about your daughter for a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. And why? Because she's real. an artist. Okay, so tell she, me. An artist means she's real. From her heart, she connects. There's an it factor. What's her name? Hannah Williams. Okay, Hannah Williams. Now tell the story of what Hannah was doing three years ago. Um, Three years ago, she was making how much money? She was minimum, almost minimum BuzzFeed. Okay, she was working at BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, and then she co-created Tasty. She created Tasty Junior. Then she went on and created her own series called Wine Moms. I'm sure you've seen it. Multi, and, and now she's doing uh, another series called um, Mom in Progress. And now she's doing the second season of that with NBC and BuzzFeed on their... And how old is she? 29. And how much is she making, approximately? Well, I'm not going to say I mean, I mean, but I mean, she's not making $15 an hour no. anymore. No, 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 no. She's like... She's on the verge... No, she's on the verge to be the next generation of Oprah. The next generation of Ellen. The next generation, you know, of... of and she's multi... She's even more multi-talented than that. But that kind of personality that connects with people, mm -hmm. that really cares and... Really, I don't really hit your heart. So what, in, in the how, most positive way. How did this happen? For, where Where was that first idea that she that that got ninety million hits? How, how did that happen? Do you know? Oh, I mean, when she was her, first, I think one of her first recipes on Tasty. Mm -hmm. It was Halloween, and she created this um, crazy pumpkin. Yeah. There was like in the the brain the brain was this dip. Yeah. And the guacamole that came out of the. You know, this whole crazy, wonderfully creative, you know. And, but how did I, it go viral? Well, Tasty, well, you go on Tasty. I don't know what Tasty is. It, it's one of the largest food uh, recipe sites okay. in the world. Okay. And millions look at it, and if they like, it just goes out. And I mean, 
90 some million people. Wow, and that's crazy. I mean, she did, when she's doing Wine Mom, some of her other, like, now YouTube videos, right? Right. 17 million people, 14 million people. I mean, I mean, average three million people. We have 10. People, two million people. <laughs> but, it's, but it's all from her talent and from wow. her, her connection with people. And it all comes from a real place. And nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. So how did and she, she get it? She just did it on her own and, and, and caught but everyone light, by But surprise. lightning has to strike. Lightning has to strike yeah. for that magic to happen. We've and talked about and, this many times. Yeah, and the lightning struck. Yeah. Wow. You know, I mean, it just, she didn't, there wasn't any magic to it other than her own ability. She just. Yeah, there was no. Kept one, moving forward. Mm -hmm. She just went with her instinct. She could, she felt it. Yeah. And I do that. Yeah. I feel, I don't, too many times people get caught up the over analyze. It's good to be subjective. It's good to be detailed and all that. But damn it, go with your, don't listen to so many people. Just don't. You're going to like, you're not going to make it. You know? And the bigger the risk, the bigger the gain. But have a risk that's well defined, mm -hmm. that you know, that you have, and the, the risk you, Whenever there's a risk, mm -hmm. make sure you control the risk. Okay, so give us an example of what that means, controlling the risk. You can build a product. Yeah. Okay, I believe in this product. Yeah. I'm financing it. Okay. I'm taking the risk. Okay. I can lose everything, but it's my under my control. Okay, so now you did that, right? Uh -huh. When alert drops, when you first Anytime. started. Yeah, in all of them. Yeah, always risk. Every, I've never and, had anyone. And, and the first time you weren't successful with it, correct? Right. Oh, I lost. Out. I lost. Quite a few six figures, yeah. Okay, so, but you weren't gonna give up on no, it because you knew it, this it, was a good idea. Yeah, it educated me. So that me. was a gut thing. Yeah, yeah, it educated me. No, I wasn't a gut, I mean, I don't, I, you gotta When do you know to, to fold them? Like, when do you know it's time to fold them? Have you ever folded? Oh, huge amounts. You, okay. You lose too, you don't win every time. So how do you know, what is, what makes the difference between okay, I've put this in, I've lost, I'm gonna walk away, to I put this in, I've lost six figures, I'm sticking with this one. What, was it all gut decisions? Um, it, More it, than gut. It was, no, it, was, it was also, I knew there was a need. Mm -hmm. No, first of all, I know there's a need. Right. First, of all, it's not, first of all, don't let ego push it forward. Oh, I know this will work. No, you gotta look at it objectively. There's a need. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had marketed it Badly, I knew what, what I what I thought was right was wrong. I went 180 degrees wrong mm -hmm. to to promote this. Just absolutely off track. Okay. And I went. That's why I went. That's why I, they don't get it. You know. Can so you can you tell us what you did the first time that yeah, was wrong? Yeah. I went. Energy was the big t big thing at the time. Okay. Energy drinks, energy that. Right. Which are all blo everyone's baloney. You know, stay away from it all. They're horrid products. But, but it was hot. Right. And that, Ener I, you never hear about energy drinks anymore. No, well, really. you still see, you know, five hours every day, people are fooled. Mm. But, um, but I, I said, oh, well, what if you could do instead of this? Because I knew five hour energy, they made it because it was a shot instead of a big, right. that was a whole deal. Right. So I thought, well, what if it could be a drop? An energy drop that's even less. And I'm going on that. I see. You know, I'm going on, wow. But that, it was wrong. I was like, the wrong, it was the wrong. First of all, it wasn't a product. Uh -huh. It didn't deal with the safety. Uh -huh. It didn't deal with the issue. I see. It didn't deal with any of that. It had to deal simply with hip, kind of cool marketing. I and see. And you, know, you, you, you need even less than a shot. 
You know, I mean, right. it's like stupid, dumb, that I should have known better. Okay. And I and I got the reward for that one. Okay. Which was like no, like an empty pocketbook. Okay. But you know, I but I yet I knew this product beyond all that was important. I it knew, had value. No, I knew it said beyond anything. Dr. Heimlich made me promising it out there because mm -hmm. he said you'll save more lives in maneuver. This is important. When when did when did he invent it? Well, he didn't invent it. What happened was, oh, maybe 20 years ago, I was directing a show called Slap Maxwell. Uh -huh. Remember that? With uh -huh. Daniel Coleman? Mm -hmm. And we were in the I local Palmdale Desert. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a very hard day, hot. I'm driving home and I fell asleep at the wheel. I blacked out. I ended up in the desert. I almost killed myself. Oh my God. And I was talking to Henry about it yeah. later on. Oh. And he, and it, he said, Hey, Anson, just cut up lemons and keep them in the car. Because he was a genius. This is Henry Heimlich, yeah, by the way. He was a genius at sensory connection of the body. Okay. He said that. The sour citrus and the sour lemon with the citric acid will hit the lingual nerve on top of your tongue and the automatic reflex reaction of the body is adrenaline. You're up. Nothing in your system. Wow. It's your body waking the body. It's this. Going to the doctor wow. with the mallet. That's all it is. It's a reflex reaction. So I did that for years. You kept lemons in your car? Yeah. Whenever I had a hard day. If that, even now, if you don't want to buy lymph drops, and you know, for, for just bite in the lemons, it'll do, it'll do the same thing. Wow. So, um, so anyway, for years I never had the problem. Yeah. And then I went in the product business, right? And then we started researching just how serious this drowsy driving is. Aside from drowsy driving, this now is used on construction sites, really? hospitals, anyone who needs to be... Doctor, of course. Doc, anyone who needs on, to be... What, what's that show we watch? Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. They need it on Grey's Anatomy. No, they need, any, anybody who needs, anyone who needs like alertness and clarity. Uh-huh. Um, like my daughter who has studies until four o'clock in the morning. Have yeah. you tried this yet? She hasn't tried it yet. Here, no. I want off camera. Oh, no. No, give a shot yeah, right my, now. Yeah, you have On to do your it. tongue. You, you, it's really weird. <laughs> I know, it's, it, it, <laughs> it does make you, but wait, you're gonna get like the buzz. Whew. Okay. But it's mm -hmm. not like a caffeine buzz where no. you feel like bothered no. by no, what it. No, it is. It it's just, it, you just are alert. No, what it does, it, 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 it jolts you. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally, right? and it's your mm -hmm. own body, and you'll you'll go, oh, I'm up. Mm -hmm. Nothing in your system, nothing to hurt you. Or no, stay up to no, study. Yeah. No caffeine. No. 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 No sugar. No, nothing. Right. Literally, it's your body waking your body, and okay. that's the genius so, of Dr. So Heimlich. now, I, I love it, Anson. So now, so, let's apply that theory. To someone, to, to an artistic project. Yeah. Okay. So, can you give? Can we come up with an example of how something in your life that you did creatively, you were able to apply this principle to? That's a tough one. No, no, I know. Creatively. Yeah, because we have artists out there. Because they're not gonna. Most people aren't. How can we market ourselves? Okay, we are artists. We are trying to market our oh, books. Okay. We're trying to market our okay, screenplays. Okay. Our, then, okay. then you're an artist. You're this. Right. You're a product. I'm a product. You're a product. I'm Vicky so Abelson. You're Vicky Abelson, and you. And then we sit I have a going, brand. And you have a brand, and we've got to get you on the show. Right. It's very hard to get away from the noise. On the show. It is. You know, and there's a lot of noise here. No, no, meaning yeah. lots of people, lots of, how do I how can I get attention? Okay. There's your deal. You yeah. sit down and you figure it's a marketing plan. How can I get attention? How and we, we talked it? about that. Okay. If I had a heart attack right now, God forbid. It would go it would go viral. You'll have eight million people. Okay. I'm just no I'm serious. It's a stunt. 
right? No, no I'm just, that's a bad, bad, bad example. What I'm just saying is, you bring attention. Ans so Anson's theory for me was I needed a Hugh you, Grant you on need, Leno no, moment. You need, I need lightning in a bottle. You need, in a very bad example, right? because I can't stand this stuff. But when the Drudge Report was the one that discovered the Clinton situation, mm -hmm. it, and this is a bad example, but it's true. It, Boom. He overran every, right. you know what I'm saying? It was a big moment. Yeah. That Jay Leno beating Leno be, uh, beating Letterman yeah. because Hugh Grant was on because of the Ogre exactly. thing. Exactly. That just happened to happen the night before. Yeah. He was so on. what I'm saying is, you need, and I'm not. You but need, we can't create lightning in a bottle. It has. That's luck. There's there's also smart luck. Okay, so how do we create our own smart luck? I've been still trying to figure out how to create. So you gave me the idea of doing these little videos before my shows to help them go viral. That's okay. That's that's just, okay. You need. But I need lightning so in a bottle. No, you need to know what goes viral. What do these media... I mean, I mean, the press sucks. You know they suck. Let me tell you something. They won't put... They won't put... Like alert drops, getting on certain shows. But you've been about, on the Today no, Show. Yeah, yeah, but stuff. you don't even know what it took. Hmm. But yeah, you know, if I'm so-and-so, uh, yeah, whoo, you're, you're on... They will say, oh, no. They care about ratings. They only care about the moment. So you're not, it's a more, you're not as marketable as a Kardashian. No, obviously. no, no. If Kardashian uses it, yeah, yeah, which is really sick. Yeah. So, but that is the world we live in. Okay. Okay. So, so how do have, we? It just, there's no one. There's no one. How do we? Okay. When the nine nine, you know, how the nine nine cent store opened. When the nine nine cent store opened years ago, okay. the guy was in the back of one store trying. To, he had one day of ninety nine cent televisions. Okay? What? He had a day of 99 cent television. He was selling televisions for 99. It was his marketing plan. Man, it went viral. It's like, oh my God, everyone knew the 99 cent store overnight. Wow. Because he stunted it. Wow. So, so how, it, so we still have to come up with a plan for me to do that. Because we haven't figured out how to stunt me. Well, uh, no, uh, but uh, you have, you, yeah, no, you've got to, I can't make that up. You've got to find out. You know, you've got to get a coup. You've got to well, get. Well, so the first you've thing you've got Hansen to get said, an interview. You've got to get an interview with with the, whatever that like no one else got. Right. And they have to come. That's it. Or like like, or, like Obama or, or, going to Mark Maron's garage. Right. Or <laughs> yeah. You break into someplace. I don't know. You know. I mean, well, I'm, I had my first broad. You know, I got my first Broadway audition. How. I broke, I literally broke into it. Okay, so my daughter wants, so Samantha wants to do Broadway, so tell, tell us the story. Fred Ebb, and, Fred Ebb and John Cannon became my mentors when I was young. Tell the story. You know, John, Hell yeah. Fred, they make cabaret, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, they were doing so a show called, uh, called 70 Girls 70, which failed. What show? 70 Girls 70. I never even Years ago, it, it okay. failed. Okay. Um, they already done cabaret. Okay. They hadn't done all, but, I, but at the time, I was able to see all that jazz the first time with Fosse there during previews. Oh my God. Because Happy Days was going. This is how it transpired. Wow. But, that was the same time as Happy Days? Yes. Wow. All that jazz was. So anyway, wow. the first time, okay. with Cheetah Rivera yeah. and Gwen Verdon. Hell yeah. So anyway, I heard through someone, there's this audition at the Ivar Theater, Broadway, for Sending with Spreda, blah, blah, blah. I go, I literally crash it. I go in. They're auditioning Joe Blondell on stage. Okay, now wait a minute. What training did you have before that? 
Oh, I, I've been in musical theater. Okay. You know, a lot of musical but like, theater. It's community theater? No, no, I, like summer stuff. Oh, okay. You know, so it, you've done semi-professional theater? Right? Yeah, I, I was equity. Did, you, oh, so you were already a professional? Yeah, but okay. I wasn't like, Broadway. I still knew. No. Okay. But how, I how old are you at this point? God, maybe 20. Hello. So, um, so I crash, and, and Paul Ayer is directing, and I come in there, and I go, hey, I'm in, like, like so scared, I was ballsy. And they're, la and they're laughing. And, and well, hang on. And it's just blow, John Blondell. That's all who's in the place. Because it's all the women over 70, showgirls, right? right? Over 70. And he goes, You know, there's one young kid who's the stage manager. You know? You, you got your shitty as a kid? Yeah. I gave him Born Free. Can you believe that? Born That's a terrible song. It's a terrible song. Born Free. Born Free. That's a horrible as song. As free as the wind blows. As free. Anyway. But the, thank God, the character's funny, you know whatever? Yeah. So I go up there. And well, I'm, Born Free no, wait, isn't funny. No, 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 but, but I was. I'm scared shitless, right? I'm up there going, Born, and I have this big, at the time I had a big voice. I yeah. looked like 60, but I had this big, big, Born Free is better than that. So, and Paul Harry goes, wait, wait. He goes, here's a chair. Pretend you're, you're, you're like um, cleaning what? the chair and singing. So I wasn't looking like, so I did it, right? <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, I get a call back, I get a call back. I came close to getting that, that part, but I couldn't dance well enough, right? But it started a whole relationship with Cantor and Ed, where they actually, you got something, they gave me the confidence to keep going. Tell, tell the and story all how you from, got to sing on Happy Days. I, I want to talk about how you got Happy Days, but tell the story now how you got to okay, sing on Happy okay, Days. Okay, you want this to, is okay, related. This is a real good relation for artistic. Okay. One thing is, if, if you're an artist, you're an actor, it's funny, a lot of times actors are so, they're really amazingly entrepreneurial and don't understand that they are. Because just to get where they got, they had to be. Okay. You have to be entrepreneurial to do what you're doing here. You've got to be a, a mover and a shaker and a creator. You really do. Mm -hmm. You are entrepreneurial. I am. To get this done. I'm, I'm just not financially I'm successful. Still, that's okay. Not yet. So, anyway, and I'm saying, and always see what you have, don't see what you don't have. Always see what you have. Right, I, I will tell you now, if we spend 15 minutes at this table, mm -hmm. we will find something that we can make better that will make, you, that will make money. And then look look can, at all the love can, you're, can, you're getting. You're can, getting a we, lot of love right now. We can invent something on this table. There's opportunity right there, is what I'm saying. So, oh, we're, on, we're on happiness. Find it, Anson, so find I'm, it. I'm on happiness. <laughs> okay. And we don't make, back then, I mean, honestly, the first year, yeah. 900 a week. Second year, twelve hundred a week. Really? Right? Yeah, it wasn't a lot of money. It was okay. Yeah. What you know, year is that? Seventy uh, four, five, six. Okay, but it was okay. It wasn't. Okay. You weren't. But that's not huge money. No, no. I mean, yeah. you could, but it was nice, but, but nice. it wasn't like you're right. retiring. Right. So. And but looking, your father's got to be damn proud. It's, yeah. So anyway, um, so I, I'm going, man. What is okay in front of me? And I went, wait a minute, and it hit me. God, you sang a musical in the dance and nightclubs. You sing. And I'm looking at David Cassidy, Partridge Family just ended. Right. And I knew David. He made more money off the show than on the show. It was the last year of Partridge, of um, the, um, oh God, um, Brady Bunch. Yeah. And they're singing all over the world. The right. singing group. They're doing, I'm like, wow, if I could get music on the show, uh -huh. I could get a record contract and I could get booked and make some money off the show. So one morning I found Gary. Gary Marshall. Marshall. And who's the greatest guy in the world? Mm -hmm. And I said, 
Gary, Gary, I need to talk to you. He said, I don't have time right now. I said, it'll only take, a, I said, it's a minute. Okay, you got a minute. Walk with me, walk with me. You know Gary, walk with me. What do you got? Gary was in the spirit yeah. house and he called us the girls in the kitchen. Right. Now the, I love I'm the, the girls, girls in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. They make me fun. <laughs> they give me food. It's wonderful. Anyway, I go, Gary, you got girls on the show. You got cars on the show. You need music at Arnold's. We, don't, we need a band on the show. And he goes, wait, a band? I used to be a drummer. He goes, hey. He says, what do, you do? what do you do? I go, I sing. You sing? You're good? I'm okay. You're good? I'm good. <laughs> All right. He says, there's a show coming up. Fraternity. This guy, I like it. Go talk to Bobby. Pick a song. I go, I'm walking away. I go, 60-second elevator pitch. I just changed my life. I'm singing on national television. And I hear in the distance, but you're singing to a bulldog. Excuse me? You're singing to a bulldog. Listen, I, 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 I believe that you're good. I don't have time to listen. But this way, if you're good, if you're bad, I get laughs. You're singing to a bulldog. <laughs> so there I am, national television. I can't believe he didn't even like want to hear you No, I didn't even audition. <laughs> I didn't even audition. There I am going, well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? <laughs> to a bulldog. Anyway, he liked it. Yeah. Uh, we started doing it maybe every third show. I got signed to the same record company as David Cassidy. I was making twelve hundred a week at that time. At Happy Days. On Happy Days yeah. and seventeen thousand dollars a night doing concerts at state fairs and whatever. What I did, I found opportunity in front of me. I didn't see what I didn't have. I saw what I had. And I, I didn't. Love, and this I didn't, is why he's my mentor. And, and I didn't complain. And Gary even said, I'm so proud of you. You took advantage of the show. You didn't give me grief. You went and took it, you went and did something Initi good. Initiative. You did, no, you know, Gary, oh. you did something good. <laughs> That's proud of you. <laughs> and sure enough, so every, every I mean, twice, Friday nights, I'd be on a, on a red eye. I'd be doing a concert Saturday night, some state fair. Wow. Or some amusement park or Disneyland or Disney World or wherever. But I was making eight times more money off the show than on the show, but it was because of the show that you were able to I was fight. able to do it. I found opportunity in front of me. And that's and that's life. That's how you gotta look at life. So is that how you so how did you segue? So so here you are an actor. You directed on you directed on Happy Days, didn't you? You didn't direct on Happy no, Days. I how did you break into to directing? How did that I started happen? producing. Okay, so how did that happen? Um I just, I, I just. Always, Wait, let's go back. How did you get Happy Days? I did. Well, I get. I mean, I did. It was a but whole. But how did? Okay, how did you start to act? I mean, here you are, this entrepreneur who's. Oh, I did a sit. Oh, I, I did a sit down strike at IFA, International Famous Agency, at the time. Excuse which me. Which I did a sit down strike. What does that mean? It means I was doing. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. <laughs> Very good water. Um, I was. Um, <clears throat> I was. In theater, yeah, and I was doing a show at the Ivar Theater at the time called Victory Canteen, which became over here on Broadway with John Travolta. But wow. I, but I got happy, happy days, so I didn't go. Oh, but what happened? So I'm there, and and I was a replacement, and the cast, and I thought, oh my God, a musical in Hollywood, I've got it made. And the, the cast, they're laughing. Yeah, right. All your all, retirement homes are going to see you. They don't come here. No one who counts comes here. Oh. And the Sherman Brothers wrote it. 
for Mary Poppins. I want you to know, Wendy and Jeff, well, Jeff Sherman. I, I love Jeffrey Sherman. Right. He's the, the son and well, married yeah. to Wendy Liebman, and they're the greatest couple well, in the world. His, his dad was one of the writers. And so, he, the, the Sherman brothers were just honored by Disney. There's yeah, some, it was yeah. done two days ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I, but anyway, so no one's coming. So I'm going, hmm, if you know, the mountain will come to you, go to the mountain. So I'm looking around going, well, the three biggest agencies are William Morris, IFA, and CMA. What's IFA? International Famous Agency, which okay, became ICM oh, okay. with CMA. They came together. I see. Jane Fonda was with them. All the, I mean, they were huge. There were three okay. huge agencies in the uh -huh. So the one where I could get free parking was IFA. <laughs> I found a place, right? So I just went to IFA. Okay. To, so I get up to the fifth floor. I swear to you, I'm not exaggerating. Fifth floor opens up. It's like intimidating. One of those, you know, lobbies, IFA, gold letters, and a real aspirin, a receptionist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go, I'd like to see an agent, please. <laughs> Do you have an appointment? <laughs> I said, no, but it'll be really worth it for you guys. <laughs> I said, they got to see the show I'm at. Sir, if you don't have an appointment, I'll just sit here. And when someone has some time, just give me five minutes. Sir, you can. I sat. And I sat. And I sat. And she's going, sir, security, you're lost. Now there's a, there's a few doors, you know. How old are you? Uh, got 22. Okay. So doors are opening, people are looking out. I guess the word's getting around. Some stupid ass kids <laughs> in the lot. I'm sitting there, I don't know how long. Do you have pictures with you? Do you have resumes? What? I got everything. You got everything. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, the door opens. And I mean, the door, the door. to Shangri-La, yeah. the door <laughs> to the world, yeah. it opens. Yeah. And this guy in a suit goes, psst, hey, psst, hey, me? Yeah, come here. How long had you been sitting there? A long time. Okay. So I run, I run up and I go like this and he goes, what are you, I go, are you an agent? He goes, yes. Oh God, that's it. I'm selling them. I'm selling them. So I'm on the show, Victory Candy. He goes, he goes, would you shut up? Come with me. I'll sit, I mean, and I give a little this to the second to receptionist. <laughs> we get in the door, I'm going, I am inside Shangri-La. I am inside the world. And we go to the littlest office there. I think it was the lowest guy in the totem pole. Very uh -huh. green at the time. But to me, it was like, right. like vinyl. Yeah. I'm sitting, he goes, just be quick. He goes, I, we heard there's some pain in the ass kid in the lobby. <laughs> He said, you're very lucky. I go, why? We just got this breakdown. Oh, God. I go, what? Owen Marshall Counselor Law back then. With, oh, I remember yeah. that show. Well, they got these guest stars. They need high school football kids, football players. We don't have any, we don't have very many people over 18 that can play high school. Are you a good actor? I go, yeah. <laughs> I have never had a dramatic acting lesson in my life, ever. <laughs> Musical comedy, la la. It's not unusual to be loved, yeah. but drama? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I go, oh yeah. He goes, well, tell you what, we're setting up an audition with John Epstein, the producer, tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, town, universal, blah, 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 blah. I walk out with an audition. Wow. And I'm going. Oh my God. Oh no, but that's not happening. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So. I haven't heard this story before. Oh no, before. so, get, I get there early. Mm -hmm. Go in there. Do you have sides? No, not till I got there. They okay. didn't have the, it. wasn't like today. Okay. You know, it wasn't like right because they didn't have electronic. No, no. no. You, you went there. You right. got there early. You read the sign. Right? right. Right. I get there. I go. Okay. 
I'm the football player that dies on an overdose of drugs and it's a death scene. <laughs> Swear to God. Okay. I'm going, holy crap. So I went well. I, I, so I go in this office and I'm, have you ever been in the Black Tower in the day? At Universal, mm -mm. it's like it's very intimidating. Sort of Lou Wasserman, everyone. It's big black tower, but you walk the carpet's this thick. It felt so good. <laughs> you walk in, it's all white. It's all intimidating. Sit down. There's John Epstein. Hi, I'm John Epstein. Hi, and the casting director. And then a quirky guy just kind of just didn't even introduce himself. Just kind of. Oh, looking, this is going to be the director. Like looking around, you know. And so I sit there and I read, and I die. I even die on the rug. I go on the rug and I die good. I went, I'm going, I went, man, I died good. I get the part. Oh my God. They, the agency signs me. Wow. Directed by Steven Spielberg. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be yeah. that good. A, oh my he had already done Duel. Oh my God. I love Duel. That someone, was his student. Someone had dropped out and his friend was John Epstein. They broke matzah. And, and and he, as a favor, he took the show over that one episode, and that was my first dramatic role. He never he never hired me again, but that was my first wow. And I got signed by IFA, and guess what? Agents came to see Victory Canteen, which they said would never happen. Why did all this happen? Why? I went with my no. I went with my gut. I mark no. I marketed it. I made opportunity. If everyone goes left, go right. Stop being part of the pack. Stop being worried about what people think of you. Stop it. There's no one that has power but you. No one has the power over you. Nobody. And until you have that in your head, until you have that power, believing in that power of yourself, it won't happen. When you have it, you, you climb to the top. I, and I, th I, I think that's the crux of it right there. I think your your. Your moxie in addition to your true confidence in yourself and your ability to do anything, your ability to market yourself, your ability, like you don't have the skills, but I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna die better than anybody. And you just go in there and die better than anybody. You gotta be willing to lose. Mm, that, that's something huge right there. You gotta, you gotta be, be willing, willing to, to run off, jump You off gotta go in, my gut said to do it. It just said, do it. Even if you fail, you win. It moves you forward. Everything moves you forward. So can you tell us, can you give me an example? Can you give us an example of something that you tried that didn't work? That you, that you went with your gut and it didn't work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right there. Yeah. Oh, many times. What I found out was... How about creatively? When, when things can you didn't... think of something creatively? Yeah, any time. Many times. Because it took me a long time to not let societal merry-go-round define my artistic direction. Mm. It took to be original. Mm. It took time for me to find original and to go, wait a minute, they don't know more than me. They're not better than me. I don't care what their position is. It doesn't mean anything. That's not, it makes you good. What makes you good is who you are and what you, you Well, know, what's so, really interesting is when I've talked and, to you in the past and you've said, forget me as an actor. I'm no good, I'm no good, yeah. I, you know, and. But but I'm I, not saying I'm not good. I'm, I'm no, but I mean, but but I mean, you say that's that's not my thing. No. But I can direct. I can write. Yeah. I can I can do yeah. all of these things. Yeah. And but and yet you had tremendous success at mm -hmm. this thing that you claim is not your greatest gift. No, it's not at all. 
and yet you had this huge success with it. But that was, I so was what is very, that? Uh, it means I had a niche that I fit in. A, I was a small part of a lot of parts. And if it wasn't for all those other parts, I wouldn't have made it. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Henry Winkler creating the fonts, if it wasn't for Ron Howard, if it wasn't Gary Munch, I happen to be very lucky to have an instinct for comedy and fit, I played Howard Schutzman, you know, <laughs> to fit a part. I was very lucky and got- How did you get cast? Way too what much. What was that casting process like? It How was, did you get Potsy? Well, that was interesting too. Yeah, tell the story. Uh, um, you know, there were two pilots, first right. of all. And the first one- There was I, no Henry Winkler in the first no, one, No, right? in the no. first one, I won't even get in, I almost didn't make the pilot, my car broke down four hours late, whatever. Something told me to keep going. That's a, that's a big part of the story, though. Some tell me to keep, I went, go anyway, I'm four hours late. Why were you four hours late? Because my car broke down from the rainstorms. Okay. And back then, there weren't cell phones. This is and the first pilot. First pilot. Okay. I get there four hours late, I look like a drowner rat. And I get to, I, I get into Millie Gussie's office, who's head of television casting. Okay. And the receptionist is there, and I said, um, um, you probably cast it, but he goes, and she yells out, Anson Williams is here. He's now, did you have credits prior to that? Yeah, I had a lot of, um, I played all the concerned boyfriend parts. All the what? Concerned boyfriend Concern parts. Literally, there would be five pages that I'd be in. Yeah. With a line a page. I was the best <laughs> Unlike, well, unlike I, what shows? Marcus Welby, oh, all those kind of shows. Okay. And Hallmark, so anyway. And the concerned boyfriend. Oh yeah, I'd be like this. I'd be... And I'm waiting for my line. I understand. <laughs> Concerned boyfriend, I like it. <laughs> Man, I was a reactor of okay. reactors. Okay. So anyway, and commercials and stuff. So anyway, and I hear this like kind of gra gravelly voice. He's lucky we haven't we haven't we haven't cast Potsy yet. I, and I go, what's a Potsy? <laughs> So anyway, I meet Millie Gussie, blah, 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 blah. By the time I was, I walked out home, I had the part. And we started the next day. Wow. For like, uh, what, what, was your, what was your audition? What'd you do? I read the red size. And but did brought, you meet with somebody? They brought Ron down later. I was there for hours. Mm -hmm. They brought, it was dark, but it was nighttime. That network came down. Everyone came down that day. Wow. I had no idea what's going on. None. Gary Larson comes in. But you want to know if I played Yeah, Donnie one. wasn't in the first no, one. Was Donnie it? No, Donnie wasn't. Henry was in it. Marion was in it. So Tom Bosley so wasn't who, in who it. So who was in the first one? Ron, Marion, and I. Oh, okay. Harold Gould played Mr. C. Right. So now, why did they get rid of Harold Gould? He's great he actor. Wasn't, he wasn't available for oh. the second pilot. Was he already doing Rhoda? I no. don't think so. No, that so. was later. No, he, was, yeah, yeah. he wasn't available. Okay. So they got Tom Bosley. What a good move. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so then I'm doing a Hallmark Hall of Fame special a year later. Playing the consumer boyfriend. So wait, so list. so the first pilot did, does no, not they, get picked they up. They said, "Oh my God, it's going to sell! Oh my God, it's going to sell! Oh my God, it didn't sell." Okay. And thank God it didn't, because everything has its time. Right. So, uh, American Graffiti comes out. Well, and I auditioned for American Graffiti for the same part as Ron. Get out. No, I'm serious. With Lu Mackenzie with Phillips. Lucas, with <laughs> Lucas doing the, you know, I sucked. But anyway, he got the part. So anyway, but and I actually and I auditioned for. Um, Star Wars early on, way early on, wow. with about 800 other people, with Lucas there. And they were doing, actually they were doing Star Wars and... You auditioned for the Harrison Ford part? No, no, no. for the Mark Hamill part. Oh, wow. And then, 
And then, right, because uh, you were a kid. And then um, they had the, um, what was it, Carrie, uh, Carrie De Palma, and, and oh, since the they, were look, they were, they were looking, De Palma and Lucas were in the room together because they were both looking for the young, kind of same Nancy character. Nancy a really good friend of mine. So, so anyway, I, I, I auditioned badly in front of Lucas and You auditioned for Carrie? For the Travolta part? They just interviewed me. Okay. I didn't even read. They just uh -huh. interviewed me. But it was a chance to, it was, but it was kind of a cool thing to be able to bid in the room. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and then one time it was The Dove. Remember the film The Dove? About the, about the kid that took the boat around the world. Timothy Bottoms did it, or Joe, Joe Bottoms did it. I loved it. And Gregory Peck, Gregory Peck produced it. I got to meet him. Wow. I went in for a few times on that one. Wow. Gregory Peck. Wow. Is that cool? Oh, anyway, that's cool. And I'm sitting there going, what am I doing here? And that's what I, think I don't that's, remember that movie, I think, I Yeah, you should look it up. And then, um, anyway, so I get, I'm, I'm doing Hallmark Hall of Fame special with Kay Lenz playing her boyfriend in San Francisco area. Uh -huh. And I get the call, they're going to do a Happy Days pilot. I go, oh, great. Go, well, they think you, might, you and Ron might be too old. You have to screen test this time. What the hell? So how, how old are you? Older than, I, I think. Well, you're not they, high they, school. I'm 23. Okay. At that point. Well, okay. I, I told him I was 19. Were you kidding? So anyway, but Ron was it, but they actually was, was Ron high school age? Ron was 18 or 19. Oh, okay. So I anyway, but they said, you might be too old. So anyway, we go down there, mm -hmm. and we're, so Ron and I meet, and we're like, during the wardrobe, it's the day before we're getting wardrobe. And you and know each other now, because you know the each first other. one. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he says, you know, Anson, he goes, look, have you done screen tests before? I go, not really, not like this. He goes, you don't give it a lot of time. I have a hunch, if we work, if we rehearse a little bit, We'll, we'll get them, we can like get more time because we're going to look creative. I go, really? That was smart. So we go down to the set where the, we find out where the uh -huh. audition is going to be. Uh -huh. And um, the painters are finishing up. And, uh -huh. and so Ron directed the scene. And we went, oh, and, we, and, then we, and then we did, and we made up all these bits and everything, right? So we're first up the next morning. It's supposed to be 20 minutes. So Anson's first screen test is directed by Ron Howard, no. who becomes like the biggest director yeah. in Hollywood. But anyway, That's but Gary crazy. Marshall's there directing the screen test, right? Wow, yeah. And, was, and we're going, oh, Gary, what about this? Oh, that's funny. Oh, Gary, what? Like, we're making it up on the spot. I love it. Anyway, the 20 minutes became over two hours. Wow. So we're walking out, and, every, and there was like all these people waiting to do something, and they're, they're all looking at us, and going, two hours. Two hours. <laughs> and we ended up getting the parts again. But it was a whole, but it took weeks. It was a whole ordeal. Wow. Yeah. It was a whole ordeal, yeah. So it was pretty interesting. So, but so Ron has happened. to have a very soft spot in his heart for you because mm -hmm. that you guys did that together. Mm -hmm. That's pretty, that's that's something you don't We forget. also did the film that got us, uh, you know, I created a film called Skyward that starred Bette Davis. So, Say this again? Uh, the first film I ever exec produced and created was Skyward. Okay. With Bette Davis starring. Oh my God. And that film, and Ron exec, exec produced it with me and directed it. And that film got him the attention of Alan Ladd and all that and got him the approval of the United Ship. Wow. So we go way back. Wow. You know, we did a lot, a lot of stuff early on together. To help. Yeah. So there's wow. a deep love there. Wow. You know, he's, a, he's quite an amazing guy and uh, so talented. So talented. Yeah. As are you. I mean, you're crazy. What, so tell us, so bring us up to date. Because uh, we've been talking for a while. Bring us up to date of what's going on. You, you're doing a few really interesting things right now. I don't know what you can talk about, what you can't. But can you talk about any of the stuff you're working on? I know you just finished a screenplay. You're still yeah, working on another one. 
Yeah, this screenplay is pretty interesting. Um, I, was, I, was, I was so glad I was hired to do it because um, I can't say too much about it. Can you talk about the one that you finished already? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying, a little bit. Okay. Um, that's the one I was hired to. Okay. And um, you talk about young and old in terms of like destiny and like don't judge people. Yeah. This is one of the most powerful, empowering women's films that I've ever really come across. That's, it really interests me in doing it, having five daughters. I you love, have five? I have five I, I, daughters. Five. And I love films that empower. And if it wasn't for this particular woman, um, there would be no female doctors today and there would be no homeopathy in the world. Who is this woman? Her name was Melanie Hahnemann. Okay. She, she's 35 years old, noble Parisian, noble woman, Parisian, I mean, but out of the box. She had, what, what year is this? Uh, approximately. 1843 okay. at this point. Okay. Up till then, very prominent. There have been no female doctors up till then? No. No. Against the law in the United States and against the law in Europe. Wow. So, but aside from that. Okay. I won't get it. Anyway, she, it's such a long story, but Samuel Hahnemann is the man that created homeopathy. Okay. And his, to this day, his book, The Organon, is what every naturalist uses. If you look at any homeopathic product you buy on Amazon, look back, it was, hit the recipe Samuel Hahnemann. From wow. 200 years ago. Wow. Same, yeah, it's phenomenal. And this guy's cured. I, ha I have no idea. Oh, no. He has cured more, more plagues. More, oh, no. It's a fun. But aside from that. Is that the beginning? Is he the father of homeopathy? The father. Okay. When they. Okay. 35 years old. Mm -hmm. She's already had two paintings in the Louvre. Poet. Very rich, but out of the. In, 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 in Paris. In Paris. Okay. An adventure. The heart, uh, the heart of, of, of just love and care. It's so opposite her mother, who was like this really troubled person. Mm -hmm. The father took her at 18 years old, put her on her own Versailles. Wow. To protect her life. Anyway, okay, anyway, her, her um, friends are dying from cholera. Mm -hmm. Because the medicine at the time, it wasn't the cholera that was killing them, it was the medicine at the time. They wow. let, let you, they, more people died from the medicine than wars. It wasn't wow. medicine, it was, it, was, it was total sham. It was barbaric? It was barbaric, it, it was bar it was barbaric uh -huh. and it was big pharma of the day. Mm -hmm. Political. Mm -hmm. She tracked down a doctor by the name of Dr. Quinn, mm -hmm. who was a homeopathic doctor who trained under Samuel Hahnemann years before, who was the doctor of Queen Victoria. Uh -huh. You know, to this day, how did she find, to this, how day, did she know to to this day, the royal family only uses homeopathic doctors. Is that know so? That. Oh yeah, it's all they've had since before Queen Victoria. Wow. Oh yeah. Anyway, he's created how the practice. How did she know he, to look for homeopathy? He, he started, she started looking at alternatives okay. and met people, people being cured. So she found Dr. Quinn. From Dr. Quinn, she started reading the Organon and she read about Samuel Hahnemann. Okay. And her friends were cured. All of a sudden he's curing. And she's literally falling in love with him through his writings, through, through what he was about in his life. How old was he? 80. Mm -hmm. And she's she gets, she gets cholera. Mm -hmm. She's not allowed to travel. She dresses like a man because it's so, so uh, dangerous on the road for a woman. Mm -hmm. Dangerous like a man with a, with a little gun. I mean, she could handle it. Mm -hmm. Tracks Salman Hanneman down in Germany. He's retired, he's done, his wife's passed away. His kids are gone. He's going to live his last few years on his little land where he's with his healing gardens, helping who wants help. But he's done. Mm -hmm. And he's disappointed because he really hasn't done all he wanted to do with homeopathy. The system almost beat him. Mm -hmm. 
35 years old is beautiful and they deeply fall in love. And it becomes the love affair of the world because without, without them meeting, there wouldn't be families alive today. Well, and why they is that? What up, happens? Why? Because, first of all, it cures her. Yeah. And they deeply fall in love. And so how does that love change and, the world? And, well, she, they go, she brings them up back to Paris. They fall in They get married on the way. Mm -hmm. Goes back to Paris because mm -hmm. now she knows her calling. She wants to be a healer. So she takes his she learnings takes, and she. She becomes the best student he's ever had in his life. She's so gifted. What he couldn't do in his life in, his life, in eight years, she did with him. Mm -hmm. And she homeopathy was spread to the world. She went against the system now, because now she got did arrested. She, did she spread it to the world through her marketing ability or through her medical talents? Through her, through her, through her connections okay. and through her medical talents. And I know more than anything, by beating the system. She got, she got arrested because she would dress like a man and be a doctor. Mm -hmm. She got arrested in impersonation. She was, she did went, she have a degree? How did she? She got a degree. No, she, find, she got a degree. The first American school in history to grant a woman a medical degree. Wow. Because Samuel Hahnemann's one of his students started the school. Mm -hmm. So anyway, anyway, the King of France finally said, "You're a doctor." Wow! And she became the first doctor in the history of Europe. The first female doctor. First female doctor in the wow. history, and the first accredited doctor in the history of America. And those eight years of lo true love define medicine. Because wow. also they did little things like. Um, Sanitizing things and they never they, they brought all that they brought wow. mental illness, um, women's rights, all that came from these from those wow. eight years, and then she lived. I mean, he passed away after eight years. She lived quite a few years longer. And okay, so now, but anyway, that's the basic story. What I love about story. this story is, and, and it's that, a hell of a script. I got to tell you, even though I wrote it, I'll tell you, it's a script. First of all, it's commercial. The thing is, it's so commercial, mm -hmm. yet poignant and important and purposeful and will empower. What I love about it is that when you first started talking to me about it, when you were first commissioned to write it, you said you'd never written anything like this before. Never. That, and you didn't know the history and that wasn't never. your thing at all. But you just did it. I became, I went there. I honestly, it's it was strange. I did all the research, mm -hmm. you know, I'm reading, and I, it's, it's a little metaphysical. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I literally went back in time. I literally, it was like, it's almost like I'm dictating. I'm like, or I'm, it was coming it's, through it's, you. Yeah, it was just, and probably the best writing I've done in my life. Wow. In a period piece with dialogue, everything is so opposite today. Mm -hmm. And yet, it rings true. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even take credit. You know, I really don't. I really don't know how it got done. But it is good. And what's good about it is it's an, it's, it's, it's an important, I don't know if, you know, and honestly, I don't know if it's a film for, uh, Theaters, mm -hmm. for, you know, I, maybe it will be with the right casting, mm -hmm. but it's definitely 100% an event film for Amazon or Netflix mm -hmm. or Hulu. Definitely, and definitely a film that should be done, and definitely a major, major, major part for a woman, for a woman and a man. Mm -hmm. You know, Samuel Hahnemann, but she's the driving force. Wow. And who, who do you do? You have somebody that you could see in that part? I mean, you lived with her for quite some time. She's a little young, but it's Jennifer Lawrence. Mm -hmm. You need that. You need that. Balls to the walls. You need balls, but you also need beauty, and you need mm -hmm. the femininity mm -hmm. along with. Mm -hmm. And the th and the thing is, and there's got to be a sexuality between these two people. 
It's not like I mean they. What about and by the way, from to show, La La Land, um, and to show you, Stone. what about Emma Stone? Yes. Uh huh. And I because I to, feel to show, you, to show you the love. Mm -hmm. When he died, mm -hmm. they had just invented embalming. Mm -hmm. She got approval of the city. He was there for eight or ten days mm -hmm. before she let him be buried. She could not let him go. She could not let him go, and she never married again. Mm -hmm. I mean, a true love, mm -hmm. a true love. That who's you're gonna judge that? Thirty no, oh, thirty five, oh eighty years old. That's why I'm saying bullshit. Which right is right, and don't let the societal merry-go-round define anything for you. Oh, according to this, we, we're a pinhead in the world, man. All the living matter on Earth, mm -hmm. combined with all the living matter in our galaxy—sun, moon, Jupiter, whatever—it's mm -hmm. less than four percent of the universe. Mm -hmm. Same creator. Mm -hmm. Come on, it's like we're, okay. de we're defining, you know, right and wrong in terms of your emotions and. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. Before oh, we go, no, that's okay. Before oh my we gosh, go, we've been on a long time. before we go, I, what, what, what tools can you impart? What, what can you give us our takeaway for today of how we as artists can empower ourselves to move forward with not what we don't have, but what we do have? What, what is, what is the, when we wake up in the morning, what's our mission today, tomorrow? How do we, how do we, how do we face tomorrow I can't tell you. What in is, a no, new you, way? No, you tell me your mission. I can't okay. tell you your mission. So for me, I've been trying. So for me, um, one of the things that I'm doing is Anson was telling me that The Road Taken is a PBS title. And that I had to, but actually when yeah. I was repitching. And Robert, Robert Frost kind of. And right. And then people get it wrong because they say The Road Not Taken, The Road Traveled, yeah. traveled and people get confused. Yeah. And then also it, it is PBS sounding. So I'm not going to tell you what the new title is, but it ain't PBS. Right. It's happening. Yeah. And, you know, we sort of came up with it together on a phone call uh, months ago, a year, a year ago. Um, and now I'm finally going to do it. So I'm, I'm rebranding yeah. to... Um, and I don't know what the lightning in the bottle is yet, but I'm looking for it. And I, I am, every day I'm looking for that, that thing that's going to be. Do you ever sit down? Do you ever sit down? You know, do you ever sit down and just write down everybody you know? Wow. It's, I'm serious. Every because you know, I'm saying, I'm looking at you going, you're one degree away from this. You're literally one degree. I'm looking at some of these people you interview that love you. I'm going. Somebody knows somebody knows somebody. You, you would think so. <laughs> but someone's not minding it right. Me. Yeah. Right. You ever write down every single... Right. Anyone... You would be surprised what can get you there. You're not... You're, you're, so, you're here and you're not focused. You're not analytical about what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? You're getting all emotional. And I want, but you're not seeing what you have. You're not seeing what's on the table. You don't see what's right here. You're, you're just running away from it, or not looking at it, or turning, not running away from it, but turning, just not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. Not seeing it, just see, The thing you know, that's right here, I'm yeah, not seeing yeah. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Stop getting in the way of yourself. And that's what happens with people, especially art, us artists. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's like, there's, there's all sorts of reasons we're here, and a lot of them are positive. <laughs> you know, we're making up for things we didn't get in our lives, or whatever, but hopefully you grow up and you take, you, you, okay, you, you so right there, it. there's an artist right there, right? My daughter, mm -hmm. who is going to be a senior at Tisch, mm -hmm. and she wants to do musical theater. That's her dream, but she's but she's bending, mm -hmm. and she's going to do Stone Street this year and, and do film and learn film and TV because well, that's, that's the yeah. reality, right? Yeah. Okay, so imparting wisdom to this thriving young actress, um, 
moving forward in her life, what, what, how do we move through and see, what's the way to see what's on the table? Is, is there a way to see what's You're on not, the table? Okay. Yeah, the only way you see on the table is being connected to yourself to be able to see what's on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I'm, good. I'm serious. It's like, how, you've got, you, you stop, focus. Focus. Don't think, oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. Oh, I want to be a star. Well, good. Focus. One thing. Focus. No. Okay, oh. can I be? Is it too wide a river? Am, is it a fantasy? Is it a reality? Is it really what I want to do? Is it really what I'm feeling? Or is it needy? There's a difference between needy. Oh, I want attention. Oh, I want to... That's not the way to do it. Right. It's are you directed that way or not directed that way? And that's connected you know with yourself. something to give that's no, meaning, give value. No, meaning is this... Mm-hmm. If you don't... And I can't even put it into, to, into words that well. There's, it's a push. You feel it. Like, I, you just know. It's a push. And it's just... It's a connection with the it factor mm-hmm. that you go, mm, it's a mm. And that, you, if you don't feel that, don't do it. If you don't feel that... You, you know, it's not the right mixture. Stop, back off, calm down, and again, what's on the table, you know? Don't just go to go. So many people waste so much time, and they spend their energies in such... You know, it's such interesting, Anson, because I do like, like six different, seven different things. But like yesterday, like women who write normally, is, it, I present a show, right? And I present a musician and a writer. But Michael Curioli wanted me to interview him. He wanted that format. And so I did what I do here, there. Mm-hmm. And people who watch that show are not necessarily the same people who watch this show, and they didn't know that side of me. Right. And people who watch this show didn't know that side of me that I open up and right. do open. So it was like marrying the two things that I do, yeah. and this is the thing that I want to do. Yeah. This is the thing that I right. want to do. But, but, and you know it. And I know it. Oh, good. Now, and I'm passionate and, okay, about Okay, good. It. Now, mm-hmm. you need the lightning in a bottle. Now I need the lightning How do I get How do you get that? you got it. you just got to grab it. I've got to see got what's it. on the table. You've got, you, and what's on the table is all those names and go, and trust me, trust me. Mm-hmm. A light's gonna go off and go. Oh, gee, you're gonna go. Oh, gee, that's right. Gee. Well, because you know, I tried to. Tr- I tried to go to a few of those names. I've been trying. It's how you do it. Well, it's not just that. I didn't go to the right one. I didn't well, go that, to the yeah, one that's no, gonna. I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't mean the most popular one either. No. It means to do. Mm-hmm. I tell you, the biggest breaks don't come from the. The highest breaks. Highest. No, it's mm-hmm. low-hanging fruit. I'm telling you. A lot, a lot of the times. Okay, so for everybody out there that has a dream, that's trying to mine that dream, that's trying to get to the next level, what Anson is saying is everything we need is on our table. We just have to really examine our table. We have to know our table. We have to see. We have to be willing. We it's, have to be open. It's so innocent. I was at, and I was at a. Um, it's called the secret knock. And, and it's I, called what? The secret knock. Okay. I don't know. You have all these motivational. People spend thousands of dollars okay. to go to these motivational seminars. Okay. To hear all the motivational speakers mm-hmm. that never created anything in their life, but they motivate you. Well, you know, it's weird how that happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of, it's, and there was like a bunch of it. It's like hysterical. I honestly, it's only, it's yeah. like, yeah, great. Yeah. But, it, and they're spending, and, they're, and I'm going, well, and everybody's writing their and, checks. And they're writing down. Yes, they are. Nothing, and I'm going, yes, you know. Uh, you know, cause and effect, and move forward, and this, and you know, if you see a tree, you know, blah, blah, blah. oh my God, that's so insightful. But what's practical? So I'm, so, so I'm sitting there going, 
And I'm, I'm before I warm up, and I'm going, oh god! And they're interviewing. I'm, I'm there to be interviewed, right? Okay. As an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going, God, I don't want to be. So, so, and also, and it hit me five minutes before going up. Mm -hmm. I go, what's on the table mm -hmm. in front of them? Mm -hmm. And it's all. And, I mean, they've had, they had, they were listening to huge speakers. Okay. Huge. I mean, like, and I don't do that. I don't. I mean, I'm up there talking about stuff. I'm not there for that. I wasn't like an individual doing a motivational speech. This was right. my interview. Okay. So, so I'm sitting there going, but no one's giving, there's nothing practical. Mm -hmm. And it hit me. And I saw it in the middle of the table. Literally. And I went, I went up, blah, 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 blah. I said, you know, you can talk and you can talk and you can talk. And you can talk, but you got to do. Now you're all entrepreneurs out there, right? Would be entrepreneurs. Right. There's a million dollars on your table. There's a million, on your table, there's, there's a patented million dollar idea that can be executed in front of you. What is it? And they're all looking and they go, and they go, oh, ice cube. And, and I'm going, no, no, no. You don't see it? You don't see the opportunity in front of you. And I said, I said, look at all your name tags. Are they kind of mixed? Yeah, they're not really not in front of everyone, right? And God, there's all the, I said, and there's a little card here about what's coming up. I said, look at that beautiful centerpiece. I said, wouldn't it be interesting to take that centerpiece and magnetize it? And you, and you make it for eight chairs, or two, and you, different sizes, and you, you go click names in this one, click that one, so each chair has its permanent name. Mm -hmm. Right, so it doesn't move, mm -hmm. and then what's above it, you could put in whatever you're promoting, mm -hmm. magnetize that in. <gasps> I go, yeah, I said, every single party company will buy that. I said, not only will it save them, I mean, it will be, I, I said, it will be, you, you, it, will, it will make it easy for, for na na your names at the table, it will give you promotion for whatever you want to promote. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it'll, and it's beautiful, and it's not taking up any space. Mm -hmm. It's there anyway. Mm -hmm. I said, and they're writing it down, but I said, no, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's no, there is something there you can create that is valuable mm -hmm. at the table. And they all went, huh? So and now I, it's about applying that to our art. And to, same thing. It's the to same. our book, what is, to what is our, our show, our, to our... It's the same thing as creating anything. Creating is creating. It's seeing what's on our table. And also, honestly, and as artists, there's two. I mean, there's the artist of just art, and okay. I'll, meaning I'll sacrifice. I don't right. care. I'm just right. going to make paintings. Mm -hmm. Well, you have four kids. You have this. You have that. You, you can't be just art. Right. You got to. No, you've yeah. got to have. There's got to be a business behind it. Okay. You've got to create something. That, well, I think that's where a lot of us artists fall you, short. That, is that we don't have both. So no. that and when you create, and, and honestly, when you create something, mm -hmm. think of ancillary. What can come out of this? Mm -hmm. What can't come out of this? Seriously. You know, if there's whatever, I mean, whatever, if it's a sitcom, if it's a talk show, what can come out of this? What brand can come out of this? Well, that's was because, the intention and, behind and, and, and this show. And, here's the, and the right. stupidest thing celebrities do, okay. the stupidest thing they do, mm -hmm. is taking their name and attaching it to a cosmetic line mm -hmm. that Guthy Ranker does. Or some, why would you do that when you can own it all? Mm -hmm. They're not even thinking about oh, that. Oh, that's Anson's other thing that's, that t tell that, when you were saying that to Samantha before we went on the air about 
own your road, own your highway. Oh yeah. Right? We, we didn't talk about that today. Let's close on owning your highway. Tell them what that means. Owning your highway means it's, okay, it's just like, okay, I'm not gonna get into, we, you know I have a big entrepreneurial venture going on. Yes. For internet ad platform. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want to own the billboards of the internet. Mm -hmm. No matter what products out there, mm -hmm. they're gonna have to, I want them to have to come to us. Mm -hmm. and, and the uh, analogy would be, there's always new cars. Mm -hmm. There's always new colors. Mm -hmm. There's always, you know, the hot this, the hot right. that. But they all need the highway. Mm -hmm. Might not be sexy, but they all need the highway. Yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's own, an example that, that applies to art on the highway. So, so Anson came to me when I was having difficulty with a site that was censoring me and wanted me to sign something that I didn't want to sign. And he was like, forget about writing for these sites. Own your highway. So we met and we discussed how we can create a platform where I would own my own highway. Yes. And where I could put my content on my own highway. Yes. And that's what we're... Yes. And, and, and the highway you own, mm -hmm. and what happens you happen to have an own, a ownership of a particular platform mm -hmm. that is a highway. Mm -hmm. No one can compete with it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's as close to the basic ownership as you can. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. fickle. It's not the new. It's not going to change next year, you know. It's constant, and that's when I talk about the highway. So something own your own highway. So and 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 you know what? I mean, yes. and, and it applied to something like this when when um, Zina TV went down, instead of the road taken going down, I moved it into my living room, and it's been here for over a year, right? right? And then Harry wanted to start a, a, a his his radio show. The network got rid of all the shows. Yeah. And so he's now doing his in the booth right. podcast in our living room, right. and so that's create where that's owning our own highway yeah. for now. Right, but yeah. it's the same. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's not how big or how small you are. Yeah. But look what happened. Mm -hmm. You can see results from that. Yeah. That's a good indication of going with your gut and seeing what you have. Now you're using your table. I, I'm, yes, and I am literally using my You're table. You're literally, we're on the table. And but you have so much, but you, you have so much opportunity. You really do. I'm going to write that list. You, you, yeah, you write, write that, that list. list, man. You write that list. I'm going to be writing for a long time. Yeah. I'm very blessed. But, but as you should be, as you should be, and you're going to find just, wow. And you'll find that lightning in the bottle, I guarantee you. I love that idea. All right, so you heard it here. Anson has challenged me to write down a list of everybody that I know and find my lightning in the bottle. So we'll see if in the next few weeks I manage to pull lightning from a bottle. Now, now that's wrong wording. Ah. Oh, we'll see. Oh, we'll see. I hope. I don't want to hear those yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, me either. You will. I'll be pulling lightning I from will. a bottle. I'm going to get my lightning. I'm going to get this show. I'm, feel the difference. Like, and, I believe, and, and the truth is that I believe it. Yeah, but then, really then do. don't say these words. You're I absolutely hope, right. Oh, I, I, maybe I will. I, those, yeah. those are not power words. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Power words, very important. The language we speak. Yeah. I, I took, I, I've been doing my best to take the word try and hope. Those are fit. Those are a recipe challenge for failure. Challenge is better. Challenge is good. I mm -hmm. like challenge. Mm -hmm. And so on that note, um, Anson, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you bet. And, and for those of you out there, um, I, 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 cannot, I cannot stress enough how everything Anson has said today has absolutely transformed everything that I do. I apply it to my writing. I apply it to Women of Right. I apply it to The Road Taken. All of these principles are the basis of moving forward. Yep. And, um, and that's what it's all about. And even when we 
make a mistake, we're still moving forward. No, it's no mistakes. Richard Branson said, I mean, when they asked him, what's your, what's, how do you stand, how did you make it to the top? He said, falling. He said, I fell, I fell off this mountain three times. Mm -hmm. Three times. He says, he says, if I wouldn't have fallen, I wouldn't be here now. I wouldn't have the humility or the tools to last. So there is no failure. There's only education and moving forward. So we're all going to be moving forward together. And moving forward, um, we'll see you next week on The Road Taken. And our guest next week will be James Lee Stanley. And we'll have some fabulous music happening next week. Thank you so much, Anson. I love you. Love you too. Thanks, Samantha.